Today is the second part of our two-part series on firsts on the internet. If you missed last week's, you could go back and listen to it. The topics are unconnected. It's just first things we've seen or done on the internet. Thematically, they relate, but realistically, you don't have to have listened to the last one, but I could artificially boost my numbers if everyone listened to everything twice. So if you've forgotten any detail, even the smallest thing, you should probably go back and listen to last week's episode. As an opening thought before we get into it, I was just wondering if anyone had really taken the time to think about Thanos' penis. I mean, he's a, what, 10 foot? He looks like he's about nine feet tall, and he's huge and purple, and his chin thing makes it seem like he's got sort of a very hard, crustacean-y face. Like, the clam chin thing makes me think his skin's actually really hard, and the, the lines and grooves actually, again, look more like a shell, so maybe he's got a slight exoskeleton on the outside of his skin. I don't know. This is all speculation. But once I start thinking about an alien's body, uh, if you go back and listen to the Best Alien Sexual Partners podcast, which was also, I believe, a two-part series of two, I will then start thinking about their more intimate regions. And it seems to me that uh, Thanos, it seems like it would be hard plastic, which would almost imply that, like some animals, he's got a bone inside that makes it erect, not actually filling up with blood like a human. Because if he has an exoskeleton at all, it can't grow or change in shape. So either it's always the same size and it just kind of goes up and down as necessary, again, with a bone from the inside, like a lot of animals, or it's like an accordion. And that makes me think when he starts getting it up, it makes a crunchy sound because the exoskeleton shell would actually be moving apart from each other. That kind of thing. I don't know if this was a good idea. Quora question! I really do have to come with some kind of intro other than just shouting Quora question at the microphone. But today's Quora question, I'm only going to do one because, again, the conversation uh, with Matt and Tommy goes on for about 20-30 minutes. So uh, just do one today and that just means you get more later. I'll do maybe a special all Quora all the day episode when I have, when I've become overwhelmed, which has already happened. I have like 50 Messages already written down. But the question today, how do Canadians, Australians, British people, and Kiwis feel about each other? It's a very good question, but I think it could be simplified. I think what you're really asking is, what are those Commonwealth sex parties like? Because people from the Commonwealth have a very special bond. We all are unified under the same queen, which means we are all part of one entity. And that one entity is an incredibly sexual being 
So when a Canadian like myself meets someone from New Zealand and we become close to each other, we feel that that distance that we've always lived, since I was born on the other side of the planet, that distance has been so much that there is an electricity that we cannot resist. So we come together and meld in mind and body and we become moist and our mucuses intermingle and we become one for an amount of time. A glow starts to emanate from our bodies as we exude the power of the queen that it's coming through us through the kissing and touching and thrusting and all, all the things that make the Commonwealth great. We have our own games. We don't have to go to the Olympic Games. We do that as a warm-up for the Commonwealth Games the way better games also known quite honestly as the sex games so how do canadians australians british and kiwis feel about each other we love each other we love each other like no one has ever known love before i could lose my family today and not feel a thing if an australian was standing next to me i could have my whole family history wiped out billions of people genocide all around me and as long as a british person looks me in the eyes i am happy what, what's let's, that? Let's 35 seconds. Why, why 35 seconds? That's how long it takes because his brain to kick into gear. The moment you like, you think about some shift away and like during that times, like, oh yeah, there it is. You know, it's just like, yeah. just like, like, you know, give like the perfect the... comeback. It's just yeah, too, yeah, yeah. The perfect the comeback perfect comes comeback. six hours later, always. Who <laughs> yeah. are the, the perfect thing to write a report about? It's like, you know, on the spot, you got nothing. It, while lying in bed the next hour, it's like, ah, oh, yeah, genius. What I've realized, though, off this shit. the perfect comeback actually is a developmental process, and it's why old people or older people have really good comebacks. It's because they've actually done it before. So I, done it all I, before. Yeah, yeah, having dealt with, like, new trainees in our company, I've had the same conversation over and over again, so I get to refine that conversation. So now people come in, they're like, holy, that answer was quick. Gosh. I was like, man, I had that locked up and ready to go. As soon as you open your like mouth. Years ago. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so then the next one would be weird and or disgusting. Ooh, I can do this. I got a couple. Okay. <laughs> wow, he's got a list. Yeah, I do. Okay. Uh, so I remember, like, because I've seen lots of weird and stuff on the internet that I didn't really feel was gross, like the bestiality and, like, whatever. And I was just you don't like, feel uh, bestiality is yeah. gross? Well, no, I mean, not, like, in the You're fact a little where into I was, it? Like, oh, I'm, I'm not into it. I just. I, but you understand it. You're like, you're like, I get what's going on there. I, you know. I mean, a I don't bit. understand it. <laughs> I can't empathize with the people. I can't relate. There was a guy in Washington. There's a guy in Washington uh, State in America. It was about because of bestiality. I don't think it was illegal yet, and he got fucked to death by a horse. Oh, uh, Mr. Mr. Hands. Oh man, you know his name. Yeah, yeah I watched that video a few times because I just I couldn't believe it. And the... like, you, can, you can you can see the moment where like that's what killed him right there. Oh no! Because <laughs> oh, yeah. the the thing that got me is that guy wasn't alone. He had a friend like come set up. Yeah, yeah. So like, if but one you of you don't... guys if one of you guys called me is like, hey Peter, can you come help me get have attacked anally by a horse? I'd be like, no, no, I'm not going to do that. Yeah, right? attacked. <laughs> right wording, attacked. All right. I, I, no, that horse wrecked that ass. Yeah, but I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that to you or for you. Yeah. Okay. So you're you're we we won't make fun of you for liking bestiality. 
The the grossest thing I ever saw was someone drinking vomit online. Oh. I had never seen that before. And that. Oh. Can you like, do not that? Not being sick, but actually drinking vomit. Yeah, I was like, oh, that that's. No, but if you drink it, doesn't that make you vomit? Yeah, they were vomiting again. So drinking oh, vomit and vomiting. Oh, so that was on purpose. Oh. That was on purpose. <laughs> no, like that My was. My eyes are watering. <laughs> oh, that, yeah. That's yeah. the grossest thing I ever saw on the internet. What was the context I... of that video? Like, was this a, a just just that, just that? They're just like yeah. Nightmare fuel. Is that like a fetish porn thing or? I'd maybe yeah maybe I I I tried to block it. I can't block the actual image but why or how or where oh, it's all gone it's all gone my my um similar because it's always going to be japanese porn it was it was uh, uh i don't even want to talk about it it's so gross they basically <laughs> had like uh you know when dogs hurt themselves they put the cone on yeah so they put yeah. a cone on a woman but it was way bigger and then they started just like throwing up and, and peeing into it Oh, and I was just like, "It's not why it's not turning anyone oh. on, is it?" Apparently, it is somewhere. Yeah, someone somewhere did it. There's there's a there's a company in Japan that produces only exclusively extreme porn like that, and they're just trying to make new yeah. trends. That was the company that did all the like uh, eels and in octopuses. Oh, okay. All I that stuff. Some of those eel videos. All that stuff came from the same company. Oh all they God. do is try to find like some really weird thing, and they just do it and do it and do it and do it, and then they move on to something Tell else. People, yeah. And then it'll I be like, wonder, how do they hire people for that? How well, these just... these yeah, they got to be like drug addicts and stuff. There's no way it's like someone who's made good they life look decisions. Clean. They look, look clean. looking clean it's doesn't stupid. mean you're not hooked on a drug. I mean, but it's Japan. They... Yeah. You know, hooked on drugs here. Yes, they do. You know, I, I, I've been innocent for years. I'm sorry. I'm innocent. They they can't be. One They're... of the one of the the things I found out is a lot of the guys in porn actually don't want to do it. They are in debt to Yakuza and then forced to do porn, which is why they're not like. Oh. So Western porn stars are always Attractive. pretty yeah. solid looking dudes. Like they're fit. Yeah. The Japanese guys are always kind of like tubby and and weird looking. Yeah. Well, not. Well, not in, all, in but you know, form, it, like there's like a there's a lot more than they should like, be, is what I mean. Trash. And they they yeah. apparently most of them are debtors. They're they're actually trying to work off a debt to to a criminal organization of some sort. There was actually an article in a British newspaper a couple of years ago about how the Japanese porn industry is struggling for men. But like yeah. every like there's like one man for every like hundred women in the porn industry, like actual. Yeah, and I keep volunteering, and they just won't. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, don't, they, don't, they, don't, they want to they want to keep the girls in the business not destroy them in one go <laughs> wow you've just really overestimated my abilities hey I've seen Japanese porn <laughs> yeah actually yeah I don't think I could perform on camera that's no. what medicine's for Peter I would love to try but, um... we have for that that too Okay, the grossest thing I ever read online mm. was like the story. I think I've still got it bookmarked somewhere. If you have bookmarked it, send it to me and I will read it on air. Well, it's the, the grossest thing I ever read. It's this story of a woman who uh, puts a piece of rotten meat in her vagina. Um, and like, it builds up to it. But this is the thing, like, you don't think this is where it's going when it starts. 
and then it becomes this whole like how she fantasizes about masturbating while maggots are crawling out of her oh okay. God, question question do you know if this is written yeah. by a man or a woman I uh, actually I don't know because that changes the I context for me a me. lot I, it feels like it was a woman writing it because it's really sort of introspective it's not sort of graphically sexual okay. like I imagine a man would write it unless it's a very clever man I like who's very good at writing the writing was incredible like I really was really drawn in and I was like this is so gross yeah I, I will send it to you. I, I definitely have it. If, if you have it, I, I'll, 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 you know, do a follow up where I read a segment a or two. <laughs> when I, when I, uh, I did an internship after university at a publishing company, and it was they, it was Canadian, really small Canadian company that only did poetry. So Canadian poetry is about a niche market as you can get. So this was not a big <laughs> publishing house. So, hmm? As much as gothic dwarf poetry. I can't imagine Canadian poetry feeling much different from like, like poetry. Just... Well, it's not. It's not. It's just done by Canadians. So like there's Canada being um, basically overwhelmed in media by America because 90% of our television channels are American and all our... In, so... That's because we, we give you good things. You're oh, welcome. yeah, yeah. No, no, no disagreement. Like I had, I never watched Canadian TV because um, it sucked. <laughs> And then they would have radio, Canadian radio had a rule, I think it was 20% Canadian content. So they have to force it in because otherwise we would okay. just listen to American stuff all the time. And again, that's not yeah. a dish on America. That just shows the quality of stuff that comes out of Canada. But it's a poorer country yeah. overall. So, you know, no harm yeah. done. And then anyone who gets popular in Canada immediately goes to America to make more money. Yeah. But, uh, but... So one, he, the, the, the guy who ran the publishing house, he's like, okay, you're an intern. I'm going to give you one of the funniest jobs you can get. Um, you're going to read a whole bunch of incoming manuscripts that have been submitted. But he didn't tell me that 90% of them weren't Canadian poetry. So they would just be rejected out of hand. But it was my job to kind of read them. And uh -huh. the, the funniest one I ever read was, it was like a fetish thing. And it was... The, the opening, this is like a Fifty Shades of Grey deal. The opening was literally, she was standing in the frozen food section of the grocery store. He walks up behind her. And this is supposed to be two strangers. He puts her hand on the frozen turkey until her hand freezes. And then he makes her like start touching herself with it, which was a weird start to a story. You just killed the conversation. I, somehow, I didn't intend to. <laughs> it's weird that rotting meat didn't, but my very bland story in comparison. I think it was because of a real thing. And so I had to send this guy a rejection letter. I actually typed it up. And I was like, you know, keep trying, buddy. Maybe next time send it to a place that publishes stories. Not... You, should have, you should have been like, ooh, girl, no. That's what you should have said. <laughs> I tried to be really encouraging because I had had... I'd written my first book and had uh, submitted it, I think, to every publishing house in North America and got yeah. all but one rejection letters. And one guy's like, send oh. me your next one. <laughs> which so is we're not, well, I mean, he was actually, he, he spoke to me, which was nice, but he, he wasn't willing to uh, take what I had written because it wasn't very good. But he was like, mm. actually, you got potential, which was nice. That was really encouraging. Yeah, mm. right. Excellent. Whoa. I saw yeah, something gross on the internet. Gross. Um, so, for me, it was it, it's just like the one, the one guy series. Um, y'all know, y'all know those, right? I don't. No. 
one guy, one cup, one guy, one screwdriver. I didn't know oh, any of that. I did, uh, yeah. Let me put it this way. I didn't know what it was, but I figured it out. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, I think the worst one of all for me was the one guy, one cup. Um, because... Okay, so I haven't seen it. What does he do with the cup? <laughs> so he takes a shot glass and he puts it in his ass. Um, when you say it that way, it doesn't sound that bad. Wait. Oh, wait on it. Oh, oh no. Um, and then the and then the putting and inserting and removing it shatters. Oh yeah. no! That no no. Go to the hospital. And oh. then the video continues with him picking pieces of glass out of his bleeding asshole. That's <laughs> unpleasant. On does anyone get off on that? I don't know. I mean, I mean, if, if if you're getting off involved, you're going, oh my Jesus, oh my God, oh my Jesus, oh my God, then yeah, you got off, uh, which is what I did. I I um I shivered a lot. Yeah, I shook. I was shook. Shook it. That's the screwdriver is down the urethra. Yeah. Oh yeah, the, the screwdriver. Yeah, the screwdriver was like blood coming out of his dick. After oh. I don't. No. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. That's just all yeah. blood. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, yeah. that's horrible. Don't do this. Oh, I'm kind of sad now. <laughs> so okay, so well, Peter, if, if, if if you need more like visual the visuals, it's just Google it. I encourage you to not Google it. It's I'm not, not going to. No, I can't. Because I I <laughs> hit the end of the two girls one cup train. Yeah, that's that's the that's just the beginning. Yeah, Both oh, is it? Die. I because that seemed like yeah. the end to me. Because actually, after it that one, like it, it kind of disappeared. But oh man, man, because I was like, I'd heard about it, heard about it, heard about it, and then I saw the reaction videos where they don't show the video. I was like, well, I have uh, to kind of see what it is, and then I I watched it, and I was yeah. like, yeah, n- nothing about this. It's not even funny. No, it's not. Was the problem too? It me. just makes you quiet. And just... Yeah. Disturbed. Yeah, you do, you've actually said it exactly. It just makes you quiet and kind of like you're like, should our species continue? And... <laughs> but it was like the it was kind of like the PG end of like the stuff like Tommy said. Like that started it, like the just maximum gross out. What can we do? And then two girls. But that's not out. PG. That's like yeah, but that's it was like... PG compared to the shit that came before it. Mm. Well, okay. I guess so. You know, you know. Going back to bestiality. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's I, turn I, it down. Let's I was, I was actually saying, I was actually thinking we should finish on a happier note, which brings us back to bestiality. <laughs> but no, so I was thinking like my, my first experiences with bestiality, because that was on my it, list. That was the last one on the list, it. actually. Bestiality. Um, yeah, like the first time, because I'm assuming I'm gonna have to make an assumption. The first time we all encountered bestiality was on the internet. It wasn't. Yes. Yes. Are you okay, Chris? But but for me, it was my my my, my first encounter. It was my cousin. So my cousin on the internet. A woman. No, 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 no. Like I went to her house. Okay, she's a girl. I went to her house, and she's like, "Cousin, look what I found online," and she shows me like snakes. And horses and dogs and donkeys and just like this, this like menagerie of people fucking animals and vice versa. And she's just, just like, look. And I'm just like, oh my god. 
I'm, 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 I'm like a, I'm like a fresh thirteen. You're ruining me. Thirteen years <laughs> old. I don't okay. know. I don't, yeah, I don't remember my age, but I was well mentally prepared for this when I saw it, because I didn't. When I was in university, uh, girls who squirt was a myth. <laughs> Right, so we, my friend and I, when we got the internet, started looking for it because we had heard about it. But we didn't know if it was real, um, and then we started stumbling. And then we're like, "Oh, what's the dumbest or weirdest things we can look for?" And so we started looking. And then uh, it, the first bestiality I saw on the internet is actually two stories. One's good, uh, but the first one was a woman offering oral sex to a donkey, maybe a horse. And the, what the funny part was the horse was not into it. Like the horse was just like, what are you doing now? Oh, man. And it's like standing there. It's like, I don't really get. You tell it's just like wants to leave, which yeah. I assume is how a lot of people have reacted to, to this kind of situation. Uh. But the second one was actually a Vice documentary. And there's a town in oh, Colombia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a town in Colombia. Um South America, where having when you're about thirteen, fourteen years old, it's it's socially acceptable or at least normalized to have your first sexual encounter with a donkey. And it's a documentary, so they do it really seriously. And there's a scene where there's a guy, the the reporter guy, he's sitting, he's got like about twelve uh, kids with him, like all about that age. He goes, "So who here has had sex with a donkey?" And like all the kids put their hands up, like really proud of themselves. And then, and then they find a taxi driver who has sex with a donkey, and he just walks off traumatized. On camera, <laughs> yeah, on camera. He, he just because he walks up to the camera and he goes, "There is not enough rum to wash away what I've just seen." <laughs> it, it's really good. If anyone wants to, it's a good introduction because it's actually well done, um, and they do prepare you for it. But they are talking about it as a social structure, and you should yeah. you should definitely go to Vice and look up. Uh, I don't know what they would have called it, but you know, bestiality. South America. Donkey yeah. Donkey fuckers. <laughs> yeah. That was a really good documentary, but... Wow. Yep. Wow. So, the internet. Woohoo! Yay, internet! It's made our world so yeah. much better. Yeah. The one it started. Oh, it's called Donkey Sex, The Most Bizarre Tradition. Okay. You looked it up. Yeah. Thank you. No <laughs> Somehow. I don't want so to end right. on that. I don't want. I really don't want to end on that. What's maybe the most recent thing you've seen? So we did memories. So, what's the most recent thing you've seen that really like was fun or cool or interesting? Yeah. I'm trying to think what the the name of that like YouTube's series like. The fact that the people can make like dramas and things on YouTube is mm. incredible to me. I think it's great that people do it. And it was like um, a whole bunch of like Hollywood actors. Did this series like Doctor? Are you talking about like a? It was it was Neil Patrick Harris. Yeah, like, maybe was, Neil Patrick Harris. That was like Doctor Doctor something. Because it was a really cheesy name, like Doctor Strange or Doctor Anger or something. Like. Yeah, but like stuff like that um, was really cool when it happened because it kind of. Um, but then it led to like other people doing it, and there's a whole bunch of like creepy pasta kind of videos that were really cool. Um, Wait, like, what is a creepypasta? Just like an internet horror story. And I, I like creepypastas, I think is where I was going. Creepypastas, the fact that they exist and people sort of perpetuate them, it's, it's awesome. Mm. Slender Man. 
Slender Man, what? Slender Man was good. Uh, Tommy mentioned... Someone's killing someone for it. Uh, they're making a movie, you know? They're making a Slender Man no, movie. It's, it's going to be a shit movie, though. That's the problem. Yeah. But will it be? I mean, like... Well, it, either... It, it's it's going to be... I think it's going to be really good. Only because, like, Slender Man as, like, an internet phenomenon is, like, it's so bare. Like, they can put anything they want onto it. They can... They can make that character anything they want it to be. Yeah, but that's the to me that's what I was about to say is the problem is to make a movie of it, they're either gonna have to give background or say nothing. Because you can't mm. drop partial hints and not have a conclusion. So they're either gonna have to tell you the background story, which is gonna ruin it, or they're gonna say nothing at all, and you're like, Well, how come I didn't get any answers? This is one of the problems with horror movies, is they, they never if they want to do a franchise, they can't commit to revealing mm. everything. But really the exciting or interesting part of a, of a horror story is learning about sort of the origin or the source of this horror. And I don't think they can do that with Slender Man without sort of ruining the mythos that people have built up in their head. Think of Babadook. Yeah. Babadook was pretty Did you good. watch the... the, yeah, the Babadook was great. Yeah. Um, but oh, I, have, I have something that's joyful on the internet. Something joyful. Very joyful. Okay. Uh, there's, this show, there's this show that I watched that I watched like off and on repeatedly for like three years on YouTube. It's called Got to Be Real. The got, the number two, be, and then real. Um, <clears throat> and basically, it's a, um, it's a reality show, a, a fake reality show using different clips of uh, different divas in the music industry. Cent it centers around like Patti LaBelle and uh, Aretha Franklin as the two like leads the show. And then like different people coming in. And the show is just, it's making fun of everyone's career <clears throat> and their life problems and whatnot. And it's hilarious. It's, it, it's all done by one person, Patty LaHell. That's our, that's our YouTube name. It's amazing. And it like spawned a whole like, a whole like series of copycat shows afterwards. You got to watch it. It's very funny. God, it makes me laugh. Okay. What's your fear? Like, they <laughs> the song out in the beginning and everything. Like, it's it's amazing. Uh, it's got Beyonce, Mariah Carey, Lisa Franklin, Pam the Bell, uh, Diana, Dion Warwick, Diana Ross. Like, it's got all the famous, like, singing people on there. <laughs> all the famous uh, singing people. people. <laughs> yeah, and like, <laughs> yeah. No, what's cool though, like, 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 like Dionne Warwick, you know, she smokes a lot, so they have, so they have a man doing her voice now. Okay, she's like, you fucking hussy all the time. Like, That's how she talks about everyone. Um, it's great. It's wonderful. Uh, I encourage you to watch it. Okay, yeah, that's actually a good way to finish. So, Matt, what is something like you follow or love or like would never miss on the internet? That I will miss. That you would never I miss. I miss. Yeah. Would never miss on the internet. No. Like, because basically a YouTube channel or something that you subscribe to. I I know it's not everyone's humor for sure, because I actually have told people to watch it and a lot of people don't like it. But for me, there's a guy, his YouTube channel, Soviet Womble. He just plays video games, but he, he and his interactions with his friends are yeah. amazing because they clearly love each other, but all they do is rip on each other. They're very British. Oh, know. God, it's the most British thing ever. And the <laughs> fact that his friend is from India somehow makes it more British. 
Because he's always talking about imperialism and stuff. Because he can, because his friend's from India. And then his friend from India will, like, rip on him. Cyanide. His, his name's Cyanide. Yeah. Uh, but it's somehow even more British because they've added in people who are not British. But yeah, that that is one of my favorite things. If they put out a video, I'll end up watching it like two, three times. But I get a lot of people don't like it. We're gonna have to find you something to to make you fall in love again. Yeah, I, I got stab things for you, man. I don't well, know how you do that. My heart's dead. <laughs> so, Tommy, can you give us a give us a recommendation for Matt? Um, something that Matt would enjoy. So uh, he really likes he really likes Indie Mouse. Which I do like Indie Mouse. Which is the same Actually, thing. Like, like a lot of people yeah. wouldn't get that. A lot of people wouldn't like it. Because I watch it I don't love it as much as you do, but I get it. When I was like but yeah. I also would be like, I get why other people don't. What is Indie Mouse? Indie Mouse is just a YouTuber and he he bases all his humor basically off uh, a fake premise dark that souls. yeah everything's Dark Souls so like any game he plays is like this is the Dark Souls of bubblegum shooters <laughs> oh, okay. he, he took that meme and He's ran very... with it yeah and he does stupid oh, right. lists like the top 10 ladders in Dark Souls uh... huh okay so and he's, one of those he's very clever at editing his editing is really good okay Tommy I bet yeah, you this... don't get through a whole video yeah, uh, well, your description right now has me has, has my brows furrowed. Uh, <laughs> we should. This is a podcast. We should all describe our facial expressions regularly throughout. <laughs> I am smiling. I'm, I'm smiling. I'm. This is me stroking my beard. <laughs> I'm looking off to the distance and wondering why am I here? Um, <clears throat> for Matt. Yeah, we got to get him hooked you... on something should watch food wishes because it's great it's a cooking oh, show i watch it i watch it celebrities yeah you told me about that one. Oh no 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 food wishes it's just like this guy cooking and all you see is his hands he's just cooking yeah i'm not gonna get into that <laughs> but it's so <laughs> his voice is so relaxing and you have so much stress actually this could be a whole podcast on its own <laughs> okay <laughs> I mean I am looking I am looking for content all the time so <laughs> suggesting to have been rejected by me oh okay you can watch watch watch, watch Pikachu on acid there you go that's for you alright is that a regular thing no it's one video but you'll watch it eight times I have I gotta get I'll get the name but there is a, a YouTube series and it's like anime, but it's clearly like two black guys redoing all the voices. Uh huh. It's pretty funny. Oh. <laughs> well, it's just because they they're using they're using like as much slang as they can, and like, mm. if I start doing the voice, it'll suddenly be really racist. Yeah, sound like Peter. There was a guy on YouTube um, about ten years ago. His name was Buffalax. And he used to, like, get foreign music videos and then put lyrics on them if he imagined they were speaking English, like oh, lip-reading. If he was oh. lip-reading, listening to them and imagining it was English, he would write down what he heard. And I think now it probably wouldn't fly. People would yeah. be like, this is racist. But it's not. They were pretty funny. But hmm. A lot of the videos aren't even on YouTube anymore. 
copyright copyright infringement. Well, or maybe just he took him down. Yeah, people don't uh, like that stuff. YouTube's gotten really strict, and they're that's gonna kill it. They're gonna have to get a new like platform. Yeah, yeah. YouTube is like just it's become unfun. Like I remember early YouTube, you could do anything. Well, so that was uh, Vine picked up that feeling. And I was yeah. like, now, now we're just waiting for the next platform that actually gets that feeling. Mm. Feeling of freedom. Yeah. Well, yes, the internet is freedom. So that, that will be our, our wrap-up for that. The internet is freedom! The internet is freedom! <laughs> that sounded awful. That was pretty good. I was happy with that. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. All right. Oh, it Alright, just the first of this paragraph. A little later on, I realized that I didn't need the panties to hold the maggots and meat inside me. The mass pretty much stayed in place as long as I kind of laid still. Oh, yeah. I was getting tired at that point. It was really time to sleep, and my vagina was throbbing and kind of sore from all the attention. Good, you can't see my face right now, but I wish you could. (laughs) For the most part, I slept through the night, but I kept waking up sweating. Oh... Yeah, no, that's all that's bad. All of it's bad. Awful. My mouth feels wet. Ew. <laughs> okay. I'm going right. to go. Um, yeah, we're all going to sign off and take bell. a shower now. The loss of podcast. The loss of podcast. Hey, sexy friend. He's making me his bitch. Thank you for listening. If you have questions or comments, you can tweet at VelociPeter or email VelociPodcast at gmail.com. You can find the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Acast or go to VelociPeter.com slash podcast.